Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, buddy. What up, dude? <laughs> Greetings from New York City. Whoa. Holy yeah, cow. It's crazy. I got on a plane, sat there for five hours, and now here I am. <laughs> Congrats. And, uh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, this is my first time flying. Uh, you know, I didn't fly most of the summer and then uh, decided to freaking go for it. And, um, you know, everything went okay. Nice. We'll, I might not. I might not feel so good about the return trip home, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pe- the people on the planes they still they still suck. Like people oh, it's are never, like never. They're, they're they're even dumber than they've ever been. Like going through TSA, <laughs> uh, everything is even dumber than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah, people got real stupid the last few years. It's great, and <laughs> yeah, I'm always really behind is. the people that don't know. It's like they've never traveled before, but I'm sure they have. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really kind of, it was like, um, it was like men in black. It's like the, everybody got a neuralizer thing in their face and they forgot how everything works. Yeah. How everything works in polite society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would do your greet for, uh, you know, no other reason than to see Broadway shows. Like, I don't even have any stand up gigs. I was just like, Oh, whoa. Uh, I haven't been here for uh, a while and also wanted to get in a visit, uh, you know, before it turns cold. Oh, uh, yeah, good call. It's probably lovely yeah. there. It's beautiful. 72 degrees outside. Um, tonight I'm seeing an all-woman uh, reboot <laughs> uh, uh, of an old show, an old musical called 1776. Huh, which well. is about the you know the old white dudes who wrote the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, you know the Declaration of Independence wrote that thing by men who owned people, right? And by that I don't mean they like uh, embarrassed them with words. I mean, <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, it's crazy that they wrote down stuff like that. Everybody has inalienable human rights, and then they uh, were slave owners at the same time, but. People seem to have gotten over that and just love hearing about how our, this document was written in a musical. But I'm curious to like the musical, the original musical is a bunch of old a-holes, you know, a bunch of old white <laughs> rich dudes. I mean, maybe not old, but they, they projected as old because they were all bald and had white or have white hair. But um, anyway, it was a musical about how great those men were for writing this thing. And so I, I, it's going to be interesting to see a weird. Oh, I thought it all, was like all a, women cast. 
I thought it was like taking shots at it a little bit. No, no, it's well, maybe it will be in a weird way. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm really curious to see it. I mean, we'll report back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, anyway, our guest today is out in L.A. and uh, he has a new stand-up special that I'm intrigued by. Um, you know why this special is more intriguing than others to me, Doug? Maybe the title. Yeah, it's called Doug. Doug. <laughs> just the one it. Doug. It's just called Doug. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is not Doug. His name is Matt Bronger. Let's go to work. Oh. Hello, Matt Bronger. What's up, Doug? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You know the other Doug, right? Yeah, what up, dude? I do. What's up, Doug? <laughs> um, all right. Let's. I, I just want to get right to it. Well, let, let me say, how are you, first of all? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah. good. That's good. Um, so we just talked about in the cold open, so I just want to say it right now. Uh, your new stand-up special mm -hmm. is out. Yes. As of today, right? Yes, sir. Uh, as of 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time tonight, it uh, debuts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So by the, uh, this comes out at midnight tonight, Pacific time. So uh, it will be out. So I recommend everybody uh, just pause this show and then <laughs> go check out Matt's special, which is called what? It is called Doug. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So uh, your name isn't Doug. So that's no. an interesting choice. No. And, and I would say uh, for your listeners, uh, actually listen to this whole episode, then watch it. That would be my oh. suggestion. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, uh, just because um, uh, it to explain. Uh, it is named after a horrible man I met on vacation. And I state, <laughs> for the record, on the special, that every other Doug I've met has been super cool. You know, <laughs> at, at, I think the line I used was, they sell you weed at half price, they're chill. You know, that was like the, the way I kind of throw it out there. So it was, it was a wild irony that I met this guy who was, you know, pretty inarguably uh, horrible. Uh, yeah. he, he wouldn't say he was for sure, but... <laughs> Boy, I was uh, I, I've been doing a little bit of press today and it's kind of like I've had people ask me like, well, but exactly why? And I'm like, well, there's so many examples in the special, but I would just <laughs> I, I had plenty in my pocket that I never I was like, oh, yeah, but also there was that time. Oh, yeah, and there was that time, you know, so that that's it, it in a nutshell. The whole hour is not about Doug, but the last story <laughs> is. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, you gotta leave. You know, you gotta leave the audience. This is let the audience know when you were doing it. It was called Doug, or did you name it that later? Well, it, I had this neon. It's it's like a neon peach on the on this <laughs> behind me that uh, you know the shape of a peach in this kind of pink purple neon and and it, that we had made and in cursive it says Doug and it was it's just up there the whole time. So <laughs> you know the first fifty minutes, people are uh, you know were like, I don't. Is he gonna say anything about that thing behind him? And then I just say. <laughs> 
I met this terrible guy on vacation. His name was Doug. And you can hear a couple people go, ah, like they relax. Like, <laughs> oh, God, man. I mean, you know, I, I think I think it's a common trope. Not that I really meant to for a lot of us comedians. You guys will probably agree that, like, we love the idea of having something insane on stage and never talking about it. You know, like uh, if, you know, Doug, you're doing one of your 420 shows and there's just a a giant carving of a unicorn next to you. And you just, it's this thing where you're just not even going to talk about it. And when you finally do, everyone just goes, oh, okay. Thanks, Doug. Thanks. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. It's like the guitar act or the, you know, piano yes. act that like doesn't go to the guitar or the piano until late <laughs> in the game. Yeah. <laughs> who, who is, like, yeah. There was a guy in the 80s who would just always, he like held a clarinet and I was like, <laughs> never played a note. Like, oh my God. It just was like, oh God! As a, I, I remember seeing clips of him as a kid, and I was like, and it, I hated it. It made me mad. Like I think he did the Tonight Show, and he just hold it, like, and he would hold it next to him, like you know, uh, uh, vertically, and never just in one hand. And just, and <laughs> now I see it as kind of genius for yeah, what it is. I love yeah. it. I was on the road yeah. opening for Christian Finnegan one time. And they were, we went to a Royals game in Kansas City, like the afternoon before the show. And they were giving out his Mother's Day and they were giving out these Royals, like pink Royal t shirts, but they were like triple XL or something. They were huge. <laughs> I'm tiny. Uh, Christian was like, You have to get one of these and you have to wear it on stage, tucked in. I'll give you 50 bucks, but you can't address it the whole show. And I did it. And it was painful, but it was so fun at the same time. But uh, luckily, he addressed it after the fact. Like when he went on stage, okay. he was like, okay. "Doug looked ridiculous. I bet him fifty bucks he wouldn't do it, and he did." <laughs> oh, and I'm sh I'm sure that killed. I'm sure yeah, that laugh yeah, was yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I met a guy uh, years and years ago who opened for uh, Burt Kreischer, and it was on a, a New Year's Eve weekend, and Burt was like, like had him just wear a diaper, like New Year's baby, <laughs> and it same thing. Just doing his act, where people are like, "What is going on with this grown man?" <laughs> well, I mean, it was New Year's Eve. I hope they put that puzzle together a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. It wasn't July. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the uh, uh, one of the hilarious things that I learned about uh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana was. Um, on their uh, in utero tour, they had Bobcat Goldthwait open and yeah. host the show. It was like Butthole Surfers and another band and, and Nirvana, and uh, and it, and it was just so that Kurt Kurt like it would bring him pure joy to watch Bobcat fail miserably <laughs> in front of that crowd and them throwing shit at him, oh. and then yeah, and then for New Year's the New Year's show, Kurt Cobain. Cobain got him to fly in on a uh, zip line uh, wearing nothing but a diaper. Oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, he, of course, he tells the story and it's hilarious, but, uh, you know. <laughs> That's so good. There's nothing about, there's nothing like, more fun, really, strangely, than watching somebody that you know and like and you know is a funny person 
just bomb miserably. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's just something about it. It's just such an amazing train wreck. Because you, because the audience doesn't know that that person kills normally, but you mm-hmm. do. So you could, yeah. you could have a yeah. good laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I hadn't heard that. I had heard uh, the, the, the story how Kurt would uh, often go to Bob and go, uh, you know, hey, man, you know, what I mean, you're doing a lot of the same jokes, you know, and and you go, yeah, you're doing the same fucking songs, Kurt, you know, <laughs> like, I love I love that comeback. It's just like, shut up. Why don't you why, why don't you stop playing all your hits? <laughs> and of course, Nirvana had nothing but hits. You know, they, yeah, did that, yeah. they did that unplugged on MTV and refused to do anything but weird B-sides and it went platinum. Like they, right. they could do no wrong, like nothing. <laughs> yeah, they were good. I like I liked and, them. And, and popular is more yeah. my point. You know, like yeah. people were just eating out of their hands because they were so different. Bobcat got me into one of the shows. I got to see them play the San Diego Sports Arena. Oh, and, wow, cool! And uh, but just also just got that like full like, you know, Francis Bean was just a baby, but uh, Kurt like backstage before the show, Kurt was like in his pajamas pushing. I mean, he wore pajamas all the time, but he was like you know pushing Francis Bean around in a stroller, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. And just to be. For me, just to be like backstage and goofing around the San Diego Sports Arena was amazing because not only did I grow up in San Diego, so I saw a lot of my first shows and stuff there, but also the whole ramp in the back is where all those scenes take place in Almost Famous when uh, he goes to see the the band that he admires in the, you know in the movie and then he starts following him on tour, and uh, so yeah, it was really really cool to. Uh, have an experience there but we're not here to talk about music we're not here to talk about <laughs> bombing horribly uh where did you do the special matt uh i did it at zany's in nashville oh that's oh, a cool. nice spot yeah it, uh, it was it was great uh i um uh rosebud baker had done hers there and I, I i did mine with the same people who who did hers and it was kind of one of those things where we were looking for some place that was you know, a, a club we could kind of make look however we wanted to look because uh, I wanted to kind of have a vacation uh, uh, feel. It's a lot of I have I have like some neon trees and um, a lot of purples, you know, and, and greens and things and, you know, palm, like kind of like palm fronds, coconut trees kind of thing, uh, you know, in, in celebration of, of Doug. So uh <laughs> We we they they did it up and and yeah and I, I loved how how rosebuds looked and felt because it's just just real simple you know just a, a stage and a and a and a person so yeah it was it was it was awesome we did two shows there and um, it was a hard time to sell tickets you know it was like things had come back end of twenty twenty one but but it was still it it was tough but people people showed up and and showed out so I was I was very happy. That's awesome and where. Uh... Where the, do people check it out? Uh, it's on a platform called Moment. That is uh, Moment or Moment World that typically does like uh, live events. Like uh, they'll do like uh, Zed live in Vegas or they'll do some giant band somewhere. And now they're starting to do debuts of specials. Like um, Andrew Schultz did his special on there. Um, and like it was one of those things where the guys who did, I did the special with were like, you know, like I had talked 
or they pitched it out to every every uh, network I was interested in, and every network was like, "Our slate is full. Like we love this, but we're 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 booked out. We could maybe do in two years." And I was like, "No." So I kind of just <laughs> took took the steering wheel in my own hands and was like, well, "You know, it was one of those things where." I, like a lot of comics, used to do a special and then just overthink it, overthink it, overthink it and go, this has to be such a big thing. And it's like, it's not a big thing. It's a special. Like, specials are the most ironically named things now because they're not. There's thousands of them that you can choose from. And even like the the holiest of holies, by many people's definitions, Netflix, is just a wall of faces, when you look at the special, yeah. it's just a strip. It's almost like a film strip. You're just scanning across. And it, it's just that thing where I'm just like, I'm just going to do this. Uh, and, you know, I, I love that it's kind of one of those things. It's only up for a couple weeks and then it's gone because it's got this wild twist ending. I put out this uh, kind of teaser video about the ending. Um, and uh, it, it's kind of like I, I want it to kind of feel like something you'd put on at a party or like, you know, like a like a. a, a you know, like, let's say, like, how people gather for the Super Bowl. I would like a bunch of comedy nerds to be like, oh, let's watch Doug. You know, it, it starts at this time. We can watch it any time for the next couple of weeks. I have the link or I've downloaded it from Moment. So it's just it's one of those. I'm excited because it's something I'm trying. You know, it might be a disaster. It's definitely not going to do as well as Andrew Schultz is, who I at last count, I think he made upwards of five million dollars. <laughs> Which, what? to me, is the funniest. I mean, it just makes me laugh. I heard that figure, and I laughed for about a whole day. It just kept coming back to me. Where it's like, you know, I mean, I, 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 it's like I am not near the biggest comedian, and honestly, don't really want to be. You know, I would like to be doing better, like everybody, but at the same time, there's no cell in my body that was jealous at that amount. It just was so funny to me. Where I was like, it, it, it was like someone found, like if, if we were just talking to a comedian and they're like, yeah, no, I um, I bought an island. And you're like, where'd you get that money? And they're like, well, when I, it was in a, I was on another island that was abandoned and uninhabitable and I found a, a, a chest of pirate gold. So by salvage rights, it's mine. So I, I now have a, a billion dollars. It was worth a billion dollars in today's money. Like something... It's just unimaginable to make that much money off something like this, but he did it. So it's like I feel like he's the Magellan. So why not? Why not give it a, a small shot? You know, from my little ship. <laughs> and I'm done with analogies. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying basically you'd settle for like a cool, just like one million. Yeah, just a cool mill. <laughs> <laughs> File under no way in hell. Like. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to see it. Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, you know, now there's two specials out there, one called Doug, and uh, uh, Hannah Gadsby has one called Douglas. Right. Yes. Oh, right. So, yes. so I, I, I think my next special is going to be called Matt and Hannah with a ampersand. <laughs> 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 uh, but we're here to discuss your name uh, one part at a time. You know, each uh, most of us have the first, middle, and last names. Okay. We've had a couple of guests that don't have a last name or have extra last names. But we'll find out that in a second. Let's just start with Matt. How was it? How do you feel about being a Matt? How was it growing up, Matt? I I, I do like you know I I feel like there's there are far too many Matts. Uh, far far too many Matts. White guys 
uh, in, a, in continental US. But I like the origin of how I got the name because I was, you know, I'm technically a Matthew, like all of us. I don't think anyone has just Matt on their birth certificate, like say Jake's, you know, there's a lot of Jake's or Jack's. Um, but uh, it's the dichotomy of marriage. Like my mom uh, was thinking it was like named after St. Matthew, uh, which, you know, in Hebrew means God's chosen one, which Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, my, my dad admitted uh, later, he's like, I mean, I always liked Sheriff Matt Dillon on the TV show Gunsmoke. Like that was my guy growing up. So I'm I'm named after a TV sheriff, which I'm like, all right, that's pretty great. And James Arness was awesome. So why not? You know, I think it's kind of a perfect piece of Americana. So it's that I like. I, I don't love how my name sounds. Um, and then because I felt that way, I think uh, uh, the fates caused it uh, that I am called by my last name far more than my first name um, by friends and strangers. Um, uh, you know, most people call me Bronger kind of always have because it is it's a very, very unique name. Uh I think it's 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 made up. I there's not really a lot of there's you know the, the thing is I'm I'm mostly Irish, but I have this German last name which there's a handful of people with that name in Germany and there's around between a hundred and two hundred in America with that name, like it's exceedingly rare, and wow. so you know I mean it's one of those things where things come th things uh, have come out in the wash from uh from various relatives because the the bronger mecca in america is sioux city iowa which was uh back in the day what you'd call kind of a wide open town like uh not necessarily gambling but it was definitely a route city for bootlegging so there was uh a certain there were a couple of people in the family that were quote unquote connected so it's like, I'm like, how how far back does that go? Like, I, I don't really think it, I don't think anyone showed up and was like, I'm not O'Malley, I'm German. Like, I don't think that's exactly what happened, but you know, it's just, it's just interesting. I, I would love to have, um, God, I, who's the guy who does Ancestry, uh, where he sits down with celebrities and goes, you know, your grandfather, uh, you know, like great grandfather, like yeah, he's talking yeah. about, you know, Ben Affleck's like, <laughs> Like and so it was like was like uh uh had so many slaves like so many or something oh like that just like where he's like well, yeah, ah. well how did how, how did I didn't I didn't catch that episode of that show that sounds horrible but what did, <laughs> what did what did Matt what was Matt's reaction to being told or Ben I mean sorry right uh, Ben asked like what was his react I, I I get Matt and Ben mixed up. Um, I think, I, of course, we all do. What the way I the way I, I think I go is one one's taller, the tall one. That's Ben. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. What was his reaction to being like? Isn't that weird to like be on a show being told that your ancestors owned a shit ton of slaves? Like, what was his reaction? Is he just like turn to the camera and say, "I'm sorry"? Uh, he kind of was like, "I had no idea. That sucks." Which is <laughs> yeah. like, you know, which is like, how else do you react? What, he right. Wasn't, yeah. You know, I, I respect that a lot more than him suddenly, you know, faking like a, a crying jag or something. And right. uh, uh, God, I'm, I'm, I, what is his name? I got to look it up because um, I was just <laughs> at I was just at. Uh, um, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. I was just at a wedding with that guy because he works. A friend of mine works at Harvard and works with that guy. 
and what guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ancestry uh, guy. Uh, Henry Louis Gates Jr. does it. It's called Finding Your Roots. It's on PBS. Oh, yes. PBS. He, oh, like, I think because but Lisa he's done. Kudrow, Lisa he's done. Kudrow. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Lisa fucking Kudrow. Um, uh-huh. She she produced a TV show that was like each episode was a different famous person finding out about their. You know, it was called like "Where Am I From" or something like that. Oh, okay. And it, so I was thinking it might be that, but PBS. Wow, this sounds even. This version sounds even more uh, more dull than. Well, uh, I I will <laughs> say I watched I watched a couple of them and they're actually really good because the guy the host is really uh, he he does kind of poke fun, but he kind of you know people roll with it and he you know like I said he is black and so it's like when he's interviewing like Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that, that was one that stuck out. But not to go back to slaves again, but he's like, you had an, <laughs> an, an ancestor who uh, had a slave, and the slave killed him. And he's like, <gasps> he's like, do you think he deserved it? And Anderson Cooper was like, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course, of course. You can't, you know, get killed by your slave and have me feel sorry for you. You know. <laughs> yeah. See, that's like I don't want to know that I, that people I'm relate. You know, I don't want my tree to be full of slave owners, even if they were killed by the slaves, which I applaud. But uh, yeah, yeah, sure. You course. know, like uh, <laughs> come on already. <laughs> like uh, if you're white and uh, living in this country, I feel like you're, you're gonna f- get. It's only gonna be bad news when you're yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. There's I not mean, a lot of good back there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Even> if, <laughs> Like even even if you're linked to somebody awesome, that person is not 100 percent awesome. They also, sure. you know, they also did some shit, you know, because it was uh, colonial times or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dark two, road to hear <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, because there's also like, like there's there's two sides to every war, and people always like forget that and act like that one side's right and one side's wrong. And, Mm -hmm. you know, well, why are you in a war? It feels like both sides have some issues (laughs) or one's been just attacked, you know, randomly. So, uh, yeah, it's. uh... Now I'm depressed. Well, Doug, I will say uh, counterpoint. I don't think anyone uh, on this show right now uh, comes from a family uh, built on cotton money. I will just say that. So yes, we've got know, that going for us for sure. That's there. You go. There you go. I, so. I came. I came from a coven of witches. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm so anti-racist. I never ever even listened to uh, Lady Antebellum. I don't care. <laughs> the name I alone. They, I don't care that they didn't know what they were doing when they named themselves that stupid name. And then their new name to to change it and be like, okay, sorry, we're called Antebellum. We're gonna call ourselves Lady A. Oh, yeah? What does the A stand for? Yeah, right. (laughs) They're like, no, Doug, it stands for awesome. And they run crying from the room. (laughs) Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Okay. We were talking talking about Matt, and then we uh, we went wrong or crazy. Sorry. Uh, That's all right. It's, uh, you know, you can't, these things, you know, it's hard to structure the conversation because, uh, you know, you do tell us the things you want us uh, to know. Uh, it's just not necessarily in the order. Yeah, uh, I effed it all up. Yeah, we want I, I apologize. No, that's all right. Uh, but so being a Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, my question is, uh, were you a friend? I mean, a fan? Were you a, a friend of the, sh- of the show fans? Were you a, 
uh, a fan of Friends? Uh oh, <laughs> like in regards to Matt LeBlanc and Matt Perry, which yes, one, Matthew which Perry, one do you like better, or are you annoyed that they both have your name? You know, I think, I think they're honestly, I think they're both great. I think they're both really talented. I think you know, I was one of those people, like most people growing up, who just like anyone could be on a sitcom. But it's like having that kind of timing and that kind of presence is pretty rare and so like everyone on that show it's like it's almost like the <laughs> they're they're kind of like the white people sitcom avengers like everybody <laughs> on that show was so good in their own regard and is so good in their own regard um you know if i had to pick one i like matt leblanc because i've worked with him and he was super cool and and funny can i can i tell you a matt leblanc story Oh yeah. Yeah. What would you do? Do a guest role of Man of the House or whatever the fuck that was. Called? I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> I got. I got to do a scene with him and Stacy Keach, which I was like, Stacy Keach. I was like, I was like, up in smoke, man. Or was it the second Cheech and Chong movie? I forget. No, it was the first one. He played like Sergeant Stadanko or. Whatever. Yes, he was Stadanko. Yeah. So I was. I. I. I was like, holy shit, there he is, and uh, yeah, it, 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 they were they were super welcoming and fun, and. You know, it's a it's a multicam, so you shoot it in front of a, a live studio audience, and it was like Matt LeBlanc was so relaxed, like he could he could have taken a nap on on that soundstage in front of all those people. It's like whatever, you know. And it was a lot of fun doing scenes with them. But at one point, I went to the bathroom in the soundstage, uh, uh, and uh, and <laughs> I was at the urinal, and Matt LeBlanc came in. And was peeing in the in the stall next to me, and then he he zips up and he farts so loud, and he <laughs> and then he walks out and he washes his hands, cackling like laughing that he's leaving me with a fart and walks out and walks back out to go shoot more scenes. And it was like I was like, all right, I love this guy. That this just <laughs> just no 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 ego. Still having fun, still going like all of this is so dumb. I can't believe it's still going on. You know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's Matt LeBlanc that's, farting for his own amusement made me. Oh man, yeah, that really that is like so him. so Joey. So hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, but he never. I don't think he ever did it on the show. I don't think they ever had a fart joke. But um, <laughs> but that being said, um, did you get to see what he was driving? No, I don't remember seeing what car he had. I, I feel he, like he Sorry. is fancy. He is fancy, fast car man, or at least he used to be. All right. Uh, I I did an episode of Friends. Uh, did not meet or speak to the man at all because we weren't in scenes together. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you know, I, that didn't bother me because I, I figured that's what it would be like. Like like anytime they weren't shooting. Uh, Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc were both in Jennifer Aniston's dressing room playing Xbox with Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. Like Brad, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt would hide in her room. Basic. He'd just be in her room and they, cool. would go, you know, everyone would go to him. And I, I didn't see Brad Pitt the entire time I was there, but they just kept saying his name around me and making me feel bad. But <laughs> <laughs> that's really, I mean, that's a pretty amazing story right there. <laughs> yeah, well then, I mean, it just friends is just a like you could I could just talk forever about my experience because it's just turned out to be such a you know everybody you know 
I, I was just talking the other day about yeah. how you watch an old friends and yeah, some of the references are off, but they didn't dress in a way that, uh, that has dated terribly. Like, like hmm. everyone on Seinfeld used to dress, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, right. But anyway, yeah. So to get to my point, I could, I, like I said, I could say a million things about friends, but, uh, after the show was done taping, which is well, well into the night, my scene was at the end of the episode. So like, I didn't get out of there till after midnight and, uh, uh, I'm driving over Barham to go back home, uh, from, uh, Warner brothers in the Valley, you know, Barham, it's like, you know, it's a fun road to drive fast on, but it's two lanes on each side and it's, you know, dangerous to uh, right. yeah, be totally. too fast. And I clocked him at least 75 when he drove past me, drove past me. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that oh guy's going to be dead before he's 40. <laughs> and he was probably, he was in his mid thirties at the time. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's why I asked you about his car. Cause uh, I, I worry about him and how he drives too fast. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 that is not surprising the least, but I didn't know that. Um, I, I saw Matthew Perry driving once and he had like, he had like a, pretty nice like Porsche that he was driving. Uh, it was one of those random things where I was, I was behind a car that was talking to another car, like at a red light. Mm-hmm. And I looked and the car was talking, the, the, the people in the car were talking to somebody in a Porsche. And I looked, and it was like Matthew Perry. And they were, they, I think they were just like, Hey man, friends. And he was like, I was on that show. <laughs> Have a good day. And they all drove off, you know, <laughs> Um, all right, so we're just getting started on your name. We uh, we got to ask you what your middle name is, but let's let's make that a tease. Uh, everybody has to come back after the commercial to find out Matt Bronger's middle name. We'll be right. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and uh, I'm sorry to have made you wait as long as it took to sit through those commercials to find out this piece of information. Matt Bronger, what is your middle name? Uh, it's pretty exotic and hard to pronounce, but it's John. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's John. It's not Jonathan. It's just plain old John. Yep. With an H. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay, Matthew, so Matthew John Bronger. Matthew John just sounds like I'm about to hear a lot of Bible shit. Oh God, it's it, it's it's brutally Catholic, you know. It's it's <laughs> it's Catholic on an abusive level for sure. Yeah, but it's kind of coincidental. John is just my dad's name. That's it. That's yeah. where it's from. Yeah. That's a fun way to pass down family names. Just stick it in the middle there. 
you know, where nobody's going to notice it. Uh, like for initials, that gives you uh, MJB. That's not too terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a coffee for a long time. MJB coffee uh, came in a can, like uh, yeah, like Sanka or Uban. Yeah, isn't it weird though that it, it <clears throat> Sanka doesn't have caffeine in it? I, I feel like it's Sanka is it's it's uh. I, I feel like it was like the only decaf, <laughs> you know, back where. Yeah, yeah, because it used to be like, you know, people be like, I'll have Sanka, like I can't handle coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, and I, I think that came from the the weird American habit of having coffee after dinner. Like we do this weird thing where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, people will have a meal at someone's house and who would like coffee with their cake? And everyone's like, I would. And it's like, it's 9 p.m. What are you guys yeah. doing? Um, and uh, uh, I, I kind of love how people will get espresso uh, in America, you know, and it, that disgusts Italians. Like it makes them furious where it's like, that's for the morning. What are you doing? That, <laughs> that's, that's our thing. Stop it. And is that why it's so small? Because it's like, a, like you just you, you got to get going. So you just drink it quick in the morning. You know, I don't know, but I do know that a, a regular cup of coffee has more more caffeine than a shot of espresso. Like I always thought, oh. it was I, it's always the opposite, like or like the equivalent, like oh, uh, uh, a coffee is like a, a pint of beer and an espresso is like a shot of liquor, and it's not. That's not the that's not the the correlation at all. Um, coffee coffee makes you uh, wait when it's when it's like normal strong coffee is way more jittery. Uh, uh, oh, for sure. Than than yeah. espresso is, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I guess, a regular you know, cup of coffee will keep me up all night sometimes, versus like drink, a latte or whatever. I could drink coffee any time, day or night, and then go to sleep immediately after doing it. Really I'm great at both. I'm great at sleeping. I'm great at coffee. <laughs> is that weed though? I don't know. I don't know what the uh, what <laughs> the it can the, keep what the me deal up. is. I think I'm just sleepy in general, and coffee just can't can't get it done. Yeah, you know, can't. Well, can't I, keep I, me from being there, sleepy. There, there was a study. Like I'm someone who I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning and get on a plane and sleep on the plane. Like I'll just pass out. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, but that's I I can't really do that at home. But there was a study that said like if you drink a cup of coffee and take a nap. And and you wake up, you're you're basically firing on all cylinders at that point. Like you're you're, you're way more creative and incited, incisive and um on the ball and all that jazz. You're like you're like raring to go because your your brain is kind of awakened, but your body is relaxed. So it's it's not like typically when you wake a nap when you have a nap. At least for me, I wake up and I'm just like oh like get, I something's wrong with me. You know so, <laughs> yeah. You feel worse than when you started. You're like, oh, why did I bother to take a nap? Because now I'm even more tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's also like comes down to like, uh, you know, everybody has their like, you know, sleep experts will, you know, tell you like how long exactly how long your nap should be. You know, like it should only be 17 minutes, you know, or whatever. Right. And yeah. My naps, my naps are I lay down and fall asleep and then I wake up when I wake the fuck up. You know, that's how I. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is that's the way to go because I know when I'm like I'll just take a half hour nap I'll set my phone to wake me up it's like I don't sleep at all like yeah. I'm just laying there 
you're laying there waiting for your phone to go off. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, you gotta just let it go. It just, you, you know, but that's Ellis's the beauty of my profession of choice being a stand up and yeah. podcaster is I don't have to, unless I have a flight, I don't have to get up early. So I just, I really live that no alarm life and I love it. I love just waking, <laughs> waking up when you wake up, you know, but now you got, a child situation. Right. <laughs> so that's a whole nother deal as far as uh, uh, sleeping and when you can do it. Yeah, it, it um, is. It is. But I do go on the road and she goes to daycare during uh, uh, the week. So, right. you know, if I am, if I am, you know, beat up, like, uh, you know, I just didn't sleep well the, the night before or what have you, I can just kind of uh, sack out if I need to. If my, my cousin is a writer and he's got in his office like a, a couch that he literally just, just like, all right, nap time. And he just lays there and naps for like uh, the afternoon and gets up and keeps working. And so it's like, it's it's one of those things like people say like, oh, being nap, being a, na a napping person is a lazy person. And it's not, that's not really true. No, because you know? you're, you're generally, most times when you nap you're getting that you're getting that hour or two back in your you don't you oh, don't yeah. sleep a full eight hours at night you know right right you know like yeah. it's just it's more a matter of just spacing it out just getting it in you know better than just being zoned out for the whole day like, yeah just get exactly. back on track yeah <laughs> useless to everybody and it, it's funny how uh uh you know doug benson is you know, I say your last name like you're not here, but I'm talking to two Dougs. Uh, Doug, Doug B. <laughs> Doug B. is, um, you know, like a, a, a famous lover of marijuana. And it's the, one of the, the stereotypes is like, oh, smoking weed, make, you don't do anything with your life. You're, you don't do it. You, 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 you know, you have you have no gumption. Um, you're 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 not actually working on anything. But it's like what Doug has like nine podcasts and goes on the road and like it's like like. Doug Benson is always working on something. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I get to, you know, but I get to do it on my own time, you know, like if yeah. I do feel like I'm so high I can't, you know, function, then I can go ahead and do it a lot of the time, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, everybody's got to have their different. Uh, I, when I did have for a while, I wrote, uh, you know, promos for a TV network. So I had an office at a, a, a studio lot and uh, I, uh, had a couch in my office but it worked out great for me in my opinion because it was the couch was too short for me to just lay completely flat on uh, yeah. so to nap on it i had to be like curled up in a ball and that i can only do that for an hour or so like because that you can't have like a really long sleep just curled up on a, a short couch no so, uh so i would take naps but they you know they'd be reasonable in length just because the couch was not yeah i mean <laughs> This is an incredibly random reference, but I don't know if you guys read any of the uh, the Reacher novels, Lee Child books. <laughs> I um, have not, but I've seen the okay. films. Okay, so did you watch the series on Amazon? No. No, okay. but I heard that it's, you know, all the book lovers think that the series did a better job of capturing it than, you know, hiring shorty Tom Cruise to play a six-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely, but it's like, I for the Tom Cruise version, I was like, oh, he is for, he's a small man in this. That's okay. But, like, yeah. one of the tenets of, you know, in a, in a nutshell, Reacher is like uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk meets Sherlock Holmes. You know, he's like this mm -hmm. monster, can beat up anyone and kind of thinks things through. L long story long, one of the things about him is he can he can lay down and set a clock in his head of when to wake up like it's like an army thing he can do 
where it's like in the book, he'll be like, he laid out on the motel room couch and set the set his alarm for 2.15 a.m. He wake he woke up. It's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, imagine if you could just do that. Just go, oh all right, this exact time. And you just concentrate <laughs> and then I'm set, boom. Like asleep you, when you're you can't, the Yeah, you can't, you can't count on it ever, but uh, it is strange how often you wake up because something's about to happen. Like, yeah. you know, like where yeah. you need to be up and then, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, when I'm when I'm on the road and I'm getting up for an ungodly early flight to get home on a Sunday, I will wake up five minutes yeah. before the alarm. Like I'll yeah. be like, I'll be like, oh, thank God it's not. And I look at the clock and it's like, you know, four fifty-five, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> like get up, turn off the alarm. It's the I weirdest in, thing. I was in Florida last weekend and I had six a.m. flights both in and out. And was yep. on little sleep to begin with. So I was just like messed up. But some asshole at the hotel had just left the alarm set at 530. <laughs> so like I had one day to really get some good sleep and some asshole ruined that for me. Uh, I, Why do they even have those clocks in the goddamn rooms anymore? That's a great, um, I, I, I unplug it when I get to my room. Yeah, because- this one was like, had a wire that went into the wall. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Couldn't do it. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them too. Like a lot of hotel room clocks, uh, you either can't change the time or they make it extremely difficult to figure out how to because there's no instructions laying around. Yeah. And so what I often do, and also they're too bright most of the time. Like I like a dark hotel room, like anybody. And uh, the uh, sometimes the clock that they put in there will just light up the whole room. Yeah. So, Exactly. My clocks, my clocks, the whole time I'm there tend to be just tipped over because they have because they'll have the wrong time when you walk. I first thing I do is check and see if the time is right because you don't want to be sitting in your room, look over, oh shit, it's five, and it's only like you know whatever other time you know like to be surprised by the time because the hotel room clock is so far off. Same with you have to you also have to fuck with the microwaves in hotel rooms because their clocks are never accurate either. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, another long story long. I just uh, I just fucking turn the clocks over or you yeah. know, rip, the, rip the cord out of the wall, whatever, you know, whatever it uh, takes to, uh, to just disregard. Because when you have your phone with you, you have an yeah. alarm and the time right there. Mm-hmm. You know what we, right. what we need? What we need hotels is uh, places to plug in charge that uh, that work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, there's God. so many outlets in hotel rooms that don't work anymore. Yes, yes. Or they're horrifically placed. They're like in the middle yeah. of the wall, like across from the bed. Where you're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do love the, the, the modern uh, uh, hotels that it's like, it, it even has the, it just has like a, a socket that fits your phone cord, like no adapter needed. It just goes right mm-hmm. in there. You know, like that is, it's just the best. Yeah. Yeah, this place I'm at now, it's just all the old ass fixtures. So like the 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 plugs even the sockets are like loose because they've been, you know, fucked with too much. Oh my <laughs> god. Where are you? Right like what what town? New York City. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's a nice hotel, but it's like it's you know, it's been around here for a minute. So all of the sockets have had People have taken their plugs, and the housekeeping has taken their uh, vacuum plugs. They've just been sticking things in that socket repeatedly for probably twenty <laughs> years. So the sockets get so loose that when you put your, you know, typical Apple product in there, 
those yeah. big fat uh, cubes that they have to have on there, those just fall right out of a lot of uh, hotel room sockets these days. It, 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 it reminds me of, I remember there was a, I don't know if you watched the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock Holmes series. But I do like calling him Cumberbach. That's cool. <laughs> what, botch? Is it botch? I don't know. Sorry. I think it's just batch. I think it's batch. straight up. Yeah. Batch. Not a, yes, not you're a right. Great, doesn't sound great. You made it so much classier. Yeah. I, well, I oddly made it German. Uh, but <laughs> it, uh, there was a, he, he was talking with Watson about how he was like, what about your sister's drinking problem? And he was like, how did you know that? And he's like, I saw her phone and the bottom is, is scratched and scarred from repeated nighttime attempts to plug the cord into the bottom of the phone. And that's exactly what I thought of, like with, with, you know, that's gotta be the case with hotel rooms where you have these people, you know, uh, a traveling salesman or, you know, someone that's just in this, you know, room or whatever, comedians, of course, touring musicians that are just, you know, they stumble home at like 2 a.m. I had to plug in my, trying to shove it into the wall and missing the holes because they see like five of them. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of the fixtures in hotels these days, I don't even have to be high or drunk to like not be able to figure out. Uh, how to <laughs> yeah. They're hard enough. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Um, here's something crazy that uh, I am so jealous of. I'm jealous of anybody who has a short or like just one name Twitter handle. Your Twitter name is just Bronger, B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. Yeah, I, I feel like, and my Instagram. I, I feel like back in the, the the days of, oh, we are we make a profile. What do we do? Does it, you know, a clever name? Or what do you, uh, you know, um, like how, like Ben Schwartz is, is uh, rejected jokes, where it's like, I'm just going to put my crappier jokes on here. And, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that's his main personal profile. I just thought, you know, uh, the Bronger, it would be like, like Matt Bronger is at Bronger. So it's like at midnight or, you know, mm-hmm. at, you know, kind of thing. I was like, oh, yeah, it sounds like it's Matt Bronger. So that was my little attempt at being clever that yeah. honestly wasn't that clever. But <laughs> listen, 2000, but like you said, 2009 was a different time, guys. I mean, come yeah. on, let's, <laughs> let's be honest. But like you said, you said it yourself, though, that like people will just call you Bronger on their own without yes. encouragement. That's true. And so, like, that's just such a clean, simple way. I mean, I don't even know if somebody does have just Benson or just – have you ever looked, Doug? Does anybody have just Millard? I don't believe so. I mean, just I would Millard. doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's yeah. – uh, I think that's a cool way to go because, uh, you know, most people have to add weird words to their actual name. Yes, it's true. You know, just to make it work. So anybody that just gets their first or last name in there, I'm instantly jealous um yeah. what about what about nicknames matt bronger is any uh did mm. you have any in your youth or now that are like no. people use a lot or do they, like you said they just mostly call you bronger well in my youth was just the last name and i will say when i went to my cousin jeff's wedding it was wild with all his friends being like bronger bronger and i've been looking it wasn't me i was like what is happening it was so weird <laughs> it was like someone's like doug millard and you're like hey and there's a guy behind you with your name like it, it was like that um yeah. but that said i do get uh fat donger because uh, <laughs> that's that is like a jokey thing like a couple friends would would just because it just because of the rhyme and then my my wife I have a bit about it in my last uh, 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 hour where 
you know, my wife just like got into a thing in like crowded places and she'd be like, fat donger over here. And like a, a, a Ikea store worker is like, your name is fat donger. Like, you know, <laughs> so weird. But, and, yeah. and, and I, I was on a friend of mine was with the second city touring company and we were on the, in this, uh, uh, I got, I, I basically, they had this thing in their contract where you could bring a friend on for like a week. And so I got flown to New York and I got up to hang on this cruise for a week under the auspices of being a writer, even though second city is all improv. Like what am I writing <laughs> suggestions? Uh, I mean, they do have some sketches, but anyway, I remember going into the, the buffet area, you know, with all the tourists like packed for like a, 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 a morning brunch and everyone's just stuffing their faces. And this, um, female performer uh who's on the on the on the team i can't remember her name but she she just goes schlonger schlonger we're over here like for some reason coming out of a woman it just that just sounds so insane you know that someone's using it like someone's name is a euphemism for like a big dick or something it's just it was the most ridiculous because all all tourist heads were turning towards me so like no one has ever called me schlonger but it does technically rhyme with it. And anyway, long story long again, but that's, that's probably the worst example of a nickname <laughs> of my life. Well, you certainly have a fun nick, uh, a fun last name for like, if you got mentioned in a lyric, I, I, I would think, uh, you know, there's lots of fun words that, uh, that rhyme with it. Yes, uh, that's true. You know, there's a lot of ways to go with it. And then I was thinking today about how, uh, you know, stand-up comedians when they're first starting out i i didn't experience it because it wasn't a thing when i started i kind of was you invite your friends but it was just called hey invite your friends now you know they call them bringer shows yeah <laughs> but right. every show you do is a bronger show bronger show yeah <laughs> it's was well, technically still a bringer show but i'm the only person there and so the i i i bring everyone i just pay for the room yeah <laughs> I always think of your name in the uh, the movie Bring It On when they keep when they keep talking about you know uh, bringing it and I and I brought it and, and so I always throw in I'm, I'm brongering it. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just me. Like if I if I if I achieved a level of like like um you know Andy uh, like uh, Adam Sandler fame where he can kind of just do anything he wants because he's such mm -hmm. a draw. You know, uh, like if his name was, um, you know, Adam Bronger and it was just called Brong It On and he was just, he was just, his dream was to be a cheerleader and he's like 50 now and just still, you know, trying to join a high school squad. Yeah, that's what it would be. I think this is, it sounds like your next project. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me yeah. up. Okay. So what about the most important question we ask anybody on this show is uh, what's your re relationship like with Doug's? And you already told us that other than the Doug referenced in your special, you have uh, nothing but fondness for Doug's. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I honestly have not known a ton of Doug's in my life, but every one of them I've known has been real, real chill. And like, there's that famous, um, sketch by the state where the guy's like i don't need to listen to this um <laughs> duh you know that um you know that's so funny that's it his uh <laughs> he he just hates his cool dad 
Like, his dad is so fucking cool. His dad, like, knows famous people and wants his friends to smoke weed. And his friends just want to hang out with his dad. And he's trying to make a name for himself as as Doug. You know? There's that <laughs> line from his sketch where he's like, he's like, Dad, we don't need any... Like, he's like, hey, uh, your friends, uh, would, you, would they like to smoke any marijuana? I have plenty. Like, his dad says that. And his friends are like, we'd love to. And he's like, Dad, we don't need any your your crap grass. You know, like, he's like... But I got it from Bob Dylan. And then Doug goes, Uncle Bobby? <laughs> like, Bob Dylan is his uncle. <laughs> so, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a name that, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it makes people smile. You know, I like the, I like the name Doug. And so I was like, when I found out that guy's name on the vacation, I was like, ugh, like, no, you, you should be a Chad or, or, <laughs> or a Matt. You should be a Matt. You 100% should be a man. <laughs> yeah, we talked about like the, the 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 just the comedy use of the name Doug. Like it always it, it's always a good go-to. Like Chad is another one, but Doug is uh, Oh, another one I heard today that was funny. Like to say with uh, there's certain names that just get said with disdain all the time for a laugh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I heard one today where someone was like, "Shut up, Derek." <laughs> yeah you know yeah. That's, that's a good one too just like you just imagine oh Derek what the yeah. fuck you know and there's plenty of nice Derek's and there's plenty of nice Dugs but there's still uh, you know something about there's a certain names just take on uh, like you know they have like a, you know a nerdier quality to them or like in the case of Doug it's just I just think it tends to be soft spoken people or um, today I uh, ha- revisited my uh, favorite experience uh, in New York, and that's uh, I don't think I can ever get them to just write down Doug D O U G for my coffee order. Uh, so today, the girl really, I said Doug, she repeated it back to me, Doug. And then uh, when they yelled my name for my coffee, uh, you know, the woman screamed out, Doe! Oh my and God. At it, and it's got an H in the end, D O U G H. Oh, Jesus. And this wasn't, oh, this was a, you know, a young woman who was English speaking. Like I said, she repeated it back to me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's wild how often that happens. And then I post it on my socials and people think I just tell them my name is Doe just to get that. But yeah. Then you'd have to, then you'd have to spell it. <laughs> you'd have to say, my name is Doe, D-O-U-G-H. Because uh, if you just tell them your name is Doe, the, I would guess it's spelled D-O-H. That's my first guess. Have you heard the theory Spelling behind it. that, that the conspiracy theory behind that, the misspelled names, the mispronounced names? Is oh yeah, um, I have. Somebody did bring that up. To it's me. an instruction uh, from Starbucks yeah. that, like, just because people take pictures of the cups and go, "Look at this," uh, yeah. you know, you're still it's they're getting, and it's like, I, I don't know if I believe that because God <laughs> knows everybody working there is slammed. There's there are those places yeah. are always always humming, um, but. I, it's not a it's not a terrible idea, you know. Like, <laughs> well, it's like they say some of these jackass politicians like intentionally put massive spelling errors in their tweets just because hundreds of people will take you know be happy to correct them, and it just gets them more uh, you know attention and uh, activity yes. on their account. Uh, that shit just. But the this lady this this girl this morning I just. I, I, I'm living in a world where I think she just, you know, when she wrote it down, just uh, misspelled it. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think it was I don't think that came down from corporate. There's also, also a lot very, of dumb people out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she was <laughs> nice and uh, just somehow doesn't know how to spell duck. Um, and we already sort of covered the fact that everybody, uh, everybody else you've ever met has been named Matt. You must have known a million Matts in your life. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so many. Um, yeah, it's it's for some reason people born in in my uh, age bracket, which is mid seventies. I mean, just like it was an explosion. I don't know what it was. Um, I think maybe the musical Jesus Christ Superstar had come out around then, and so. People who were, you know, raised in the faith, but also wanted to smoke dope and have group sex, were like, <laughs> you know what? Let's take some of these biblical names. Let's let's, let's bring them back. You know, I don't know, um, but yeah, I've I've met a lot of people around my age that are that are named Matt, and now there's it's just it just keeps coming around. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody should anyone that's last name is Matthews should just shorten it to Matt. Have have Matt as a last name because that's. Get pretty damn rare, I bet. Can I just say, if the Dave Matthews of Dave Matthews Band changed his name to Dave Matt's Band, like <laughs> the 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 splinter that would drive into the brains of people on acid at his concert and or high, yeah. they'd be like, I can't. Is it like his brother, like how Gallagher's brother did, or what? What is? I don't. Is it really him? They're like, yeah, I changed it. Like, why? You don't shorten your last name. Does, yeah. Do you think the name Dave Matt's band sounds terrible to us because we know it's Dave Matthews band or because just if he just from jump called himself Dave Matt's band, you'd be like, what the fuck kind of name is this? Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> it definitely I, I've heard Matthews as a last name. I've never heard Matt's. And it sounds like, you know, like say someone was like, you know, like Ricky Bobby. It's like a southern you know, uh, parody, like two, he has two first names. It's one of those things yeah. where you'll meet those, you know, you know Billy Bob is a, is a famous one, but like, yeah. there's no Dave Matt. There's no Dave Matt. There's no Southern guy named Dave Matt. That does not exist. <laughs> what about um, extending right, it? Well... Dave to David, David Matt's fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he Just left it his... more confusing. <laughs> well, we said it all. Matt, Bron Matt John Bronger. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Uh, once again, tell everybody how they can get your special Doug. Uh, you can uh, find it at uh, moment.co. That's not com. It's .co. Moment.co slash Matt Bronger. Uh, or you can just go to moment.co. And I'm on uh, the front page along with a couple other comedians and bands and things. Just click on the link. And there you go. Yeah, click on Matt. Like, watch yeah, your shorts later. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, hey. And, and uh, Doug Mellard, what do you got to plug? Uh, I'll be doing my first comedy seance at Cap City, October 26th. Nice. Uh, we're all going to be playing, you know, dead celebrities. Should be interesting. And then that following weekend. Okay, wait, slow down, slow down. So it's not a real seance? <laughs> I mean, we'll see. It can, can it be both? <laughs> Did any has anybody famous died in the space where you're going to be doing the show? I mean, other than comedians dying. I heard. There's a <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's a spirit there, so I don't know. Could be spooky. All right. Okay. 
because if real ghosts showed up, I that would really be worth the price of admission. <laughs> oh, for sure. I want to yeah. see. I want to. I want to experience a ghost so bad because I'm, I'm just not scared of them, and uh, so I might as well be somebody that gets to have an experience. You're in an um, old New York hotel, right? Maybe it'll happen now. There you well, go. Well, uh, that's the thing, though. The hotel is completely modern. It's just they built it 20 years ago when there, oh, you know, okay. there were modern buildings 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look like an old hotel, but every socket in the room is just wrecked. <laughs> my apple cube just falls out of all of them i have to use the ones where you set it on there like and it goes down into it so it can mm. just sit there without falling out <laughs> <laughs> um i got plugs to make i'm going to be at the punchline in san francisco doing douglas movies uh next uh a week from saturday on october 15th at 4 20 in the afternoon and then on uh the following Saturday, October 22nd, I'm doing the show at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Another Douglas movies, also at 4:20, and that's on uh, when I say October 22nd. Uh, oh, and also that's going to be a séance as well. And um, <laughs> we're all doing them. Yeah, um, but we end every episode with like some sort of pun or some sort of reference to the to the name Doug, and so I think I got a. Uh, a good one for today. Thank you, Matt Bronger. Thank you, Dougs. Appreciate you guys having me on. As always, special Doug. <laughs>